Um, welcome everybody to 62, the 62th episode of Geek Podcast. I, I do like this because it's just really <laughs> awkward. It's like... 62th. The 62th. I'm Dan. I'm Reg. And I'm Sean. Steve's here! <laughs> I can't believe we've actually got an episode with Steve in. Dan's had a sex change. Dan has had a sex change. Um, Realised he didn't like it as a male again. A sexy, so, sexy, so he's sexy now sex gone change. back to a sexy, sexy, sex change woman. Um, and he's now Daniela. That's what your American name should be. Daniela. No, I'm still just Dan. Okay, you're, you're Dan. Um, so yeah, so we're at the Wales Comic Con. We were at the Wales Comic Con. And it was fun. It was fun. What was your favourite bit in that little... I like the chavs that came and harassed us at the end. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so basically, as you know from, from our wonderful YouTube videos, which if you haven't been on... You can go to youtube.com e.k and watch our videos. Um, and there was just some group of, of gypsy chavs who were like, oh, mate, well, just on the telly. Yeah, because didn't you not see the way they were around up the bag and stuff as well to see what they could nick? No. Yeah. Was that true? We're going good. <laughs> Basically, we've been given free raid this week. We don't have a Dan here, <laughs> and and that, well, we we have a Dan here, but we don't have. Get back on topic. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. So <laughs> what we do have, however, Dan um, sent us a list of stuff. Dan sent us a list because he wasn't here. Dan sent us a list of stuff, which me and Steve decided. Dan, fuck your list. <laughs> um, we're just gonna. Off our own cuff. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, going off topic, which is going to be happening all this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, we were by the uh, the wrestlers. There was like four or five wrestlers. Yeah, there. Rikishi, Tatanka. Um, I have no idea who these people amazing. were. Old school wrestlers. Man. The one, the one that had the 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 face brace on. What was it? Like a face anklet. I didn't see him. Are you just on about the guy walking around dressed as Bane? No, <laughs> the the man that was sat at the table at Laura. Who was it? The one with the mask. Oh, um, basically it was a wrestler with the mask. But I was talking about his mask, and then he started looking at me, and he didn't stop looking at me, and he was just like glaring at me, and it was so scary. That was a bit weird. Didn't like it. <laughs> Talk about the man that talked to you. The one that punched you in the face. Oh, right, okay, Jesse from Storage Hunters. Um, So there's a show which me and Ash have become really... I've never seen it. Um, It's it's one of the... It's not a really bad show, but it's just a... It's one of those when there's nothing else on, you're like, right, I'll put on Dave. Which, the channel Dave, not just I'll go sit on Dave. (laughs) Um, Dave. (laughs) Dance for me, Dave. Dance! You're my wife now, Dave. Right, anyway, um, yeah, so... <laughs> so, Storage Hunters. Um, it's a show where, basically, they go for people who can't afford to keep their storage bins anymore, or, as we like to call it, um, like, warehouse What's things. What's a storage You know, bin? like a lock-up over oh, here. Oh, yeah, Where yeah, people yeah. go put all the stuff in lock-ups. Yeah. Well, they do it over in America, where if you can't afford to pay for your place after a certain amount of months, they'll basically auction it up. So, people can go up wow. and just auction for, like, loads of stuff. Um 
But it always seems dead strange to me because it's never anything really, really shit. It's always something that's going to be worth like a lot of value, um, which will be inside all of the bins. They'll find at least something that they're going to make a lot of money on. So, so what? it's never just like, here's a dead old three-piece suite and a microwave, and that's it. There's always something like a big, huge, amazing, like could be a, a car, it could be a hot okay. air balloon. So it this, could is, be... this is stuff that was in somebody's lockup. Yeah. That they couldn't afford to keep anymore. Yeah. So it's getting auctioned off without their permission. Because they haven't paid their bills. So is this a bit like Dog the Bounty Hunter, only with stuff? No. Because, no. Because they don't chase them down. What they basically just do is... It sounds like they're chasing them down. Well, no, all it is is the fact is... They're chasing their stuff down. They they go into a lock-up, right, and be like, right, that guy hasn't paid for like six months, so it's technically not his anymore. What happens if he doesn't know that he hasn't paid? Well, no, because he will know if he hasn't paid, because he'll receive okay. reminders and stuff. A couple stuff. of years ago, I had uh, I started a three contract, and I cancelled it, but there was a problem, and they they couldn't cancel it, so they sent me a, a direct debit reminder saying I hadn't paid my direct debit. Um, I didn't know, because it wasn't set up. But they'd sent all these reminders and stuff to my phone, but they sent it to the old phone that I cancelled. So I had no idea. And they got in touch with me like 12 months later by, by, by way of post. Um, so, I I didn't know about it. So, imagine for a second that I have a lock-up and something goes horribly wrong. It, the show itself doesn't focus on whose lock-up it was beforehand. Right. And so, I suppose, yes, they have the agreement where they've got to sign for it, direct debit-wise, etc. They basically will get letters, they will get phone calls to the, the phone, etc. Going through saying, can you pay for it? No. And then basically, it's not heard from it. So, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like behind the scenes, Dog the Bounty Hunter. No, it, it's nothing, it's nothing like, it's, it's right, um, you know, um, Cash in the Attic. Yeah. Yeah, right, imagine it being someone else's attic that they auction off. <laughs> Why people in other people's attics? Because it's an auction. Right. It, imagine going to um, a charity event where they're yellow guy on people's stuff. The yellow, no, David Dickinson. Is, <laughs> he's not in it in the slightest. <laughs> Very funny likes... guy, but I'm not made out of wood. <laughs> he, he's not because he likes auctions it. and that. He, uh, has he been told? Has he watched this? Because he might want to get in on it. Do you want me to go over and find out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind going to see Dave because because we're good mates. Um, but that guy that you were talking to in there, do you reckon he knows David Dickinson? I reckon he will. Possibly not know David Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> you should have asked him. I don't it. get why he was here. Not <laughs> David Dickinson, Jesse from the Storage guy. Hunters. Right, because we we've literally had a day full of like listening to people and seeing people from like Game of Thrones and from like Hobbit, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, from Gremlins, and then all of a sudden in the corner there was Shane Ritchie for no reason in the slightest, <laughs> and then there was also Jesse who flew all the way over from America. Um, and Dan oh, was, was American. Yeah, he's American. So it's an American show. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's in America. So it's basically it's. I, I'd like to say it's not set up, but surely it's got to be because it's they follow the same people like turn up every week with just like oodles of cash. They have just like a ridiculous amount. They will happily bid like five G on a bin, and then move to the next one. A bin is a lockup. So I'm going to keep saying bin for a bit because I've been watching them this program for so long so then they'll move to the next bin and spend like another 4g on something and then move to the other bin and then have like 2g to spend on it um but they each have little characters so there's brandon and laurie which are a married couple who work together to basically get a bin who always go against jesse who's the guy in there jesse always runs them up even if it's something he's not interested in he'll be like right i'll run their price up so they haven't got enough money to spend on the next bin um, so he basically plays the bastard <laughs> of, of the group but he also 
ends up winning quite a few pins, which is why I was like, oh my god, that's Jesse from Storage Hunters. And he just went, hey, someone over here talking smack about me. And I was like, no, no, I was just saying that. And then he was like, what, you want us to fight live on camera? Because Steve was taking a photo. Um, and I was like, oh, he's just going to batter me. <laughs> he just, he's blatantly just going to so, batter me. You know, like in Dog the Bounty Hunter, is, is there violence in Storage Hunters? Every now and again, they'll have a bit of like an argument and a push and stuff. But, but he doesn't not... go around punching people. No, there's nothing associated with anything else <laughs> apart from the auction. They literally just focus on the auction to prove that, well, people who haven't been able to pay anything, might be for a year, two years, I don't know, but it's left there. It's like one of them was in a stadium uh, we watched the other day and they were selling off like all the, auctioning off all the, Chris like this bin which was full of all Christmas decorations and bin. all stadium stuff, uh, lock up. Yeah. Let's call it a lock for your sake, so you don't get confused even more. <laughs> um, so yeah, but he was here, and he was dead nice, apart from punching me in the face. He was—he was a really nice guy. He seemed nice. So that—that that was fun. I think all I've learned about his show, though, is the fact that it's—it's—it's it's, it's a bit like Dog the Bounty Hunter. It's just <laughs> like Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I enjoyed it. You know, last year, last year, Wrexham was was definitely my favourite con, and this year, so far, well, it's the first con I've been to. Um, but it set the bar high again, uh, just because of the fact that it wasn't rammed busy like London well, is. Well, that's it. Well, we went to the, the Birmingham Comic Con, which you'll be able to see the video of, uh, me and Dan. And it was great. It was all right. But it wasn't It wasn't as good as this one. I preferred this one. I don't know if it's just because it was, as, like you said, a smaller one, but it wasn't so rammed because it's in Wrexham. Yeah. It's not in anywhere that's like, you know, Birmingham, a big, massive main city centre. We're in Wrexham. So... <laughs> I definitely yeah. enjoyed the event better than Gadget Show. Oh yeah, that was that was it's that shadow of a doubt. We're Gadget not going next year, are we? No, we're not. I don't think we'll <laughs> Here, be allowed. Here, buy some in. knives. <laughs> what? I, I genuinely think that they'll probably have little photos or something when we go to our past. Like, oh, you bad mouthed us last year. Like, oh, right, yeah. okay. Well, that's even if you. Actually want no, to, to be fair though, when we got in, we we knew <laughs> it was going to fail based on the fact that we couldn't remember the name of the main guy, Jason Bradbury. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why I can remember it. What's his name? The, the bald guy. <laughs> that him. The one who'd be the really one good with the, at doing auctions. The one with the weird glasses. <laughs> But yeah, no, the, this one was, was really fun. And there was some awesome cosplay walking around as well. Always is it these things. I don't get where people get their, their their outfits. Where do these people get their wonderful toys? Not only the outfits, but also the uh, accessories that go with them and stuff. Yeah, well, most of them make um, the, their outfits. With, like, so, like, the likes of the Sub-Zero Why do they get all this stuff? time, though? I have no idea. Maybe they do it because you know, like when some people might play on the phone when they're watching TV, or maybe people will like play on the laptop while they're watching TV. So the likes of when Ash is watching TV, I can go on uh, on Crunchyroll and watch an episode or two of Attack on Titan, right. which is great. Um, but yeah, maybe they're just watching telly and they could be like, you know what, I'm going to make myself an outfit from like we've seen plenty of Attack on Titan uh, stuff today. Uh, which is really, really cool. Suddenly. It doesn't look like it's something that you can do in the background, though. It's, it, it looks like something that would take real... Oh, a lot of effort. So and, and a lot of money as well. You'll find that quite a few of these guys spend a hell of a lot of money on the props and stuff. Where do they get the money from if they're not if they're not in work? Well, I think they probably are this in work. I, th I think they do work. I just I think that they have a lot of spare time. Like, maybe they don't have a life this after is, this. Or is maybe they do have life, because that's really harsh. Maybe they've got, like, a really great life, but... The people that they hang around with all like to cosplay as well, so they all get together instead of going to the pub on Friday like we usually do. They just go, "Here's a great idea. Let's let's so." That's another thing that I don't get. Right, I I, I went out a couple of times last month. Um, I haven't been out for ages, and then last month I went out once or twice, and 
each night cost me like 30 quid, 40 quid for the whole night. That's really good. Well, I, I, it's really expensive. £40 for a night is insane to me, thinking about it. And if I think about these people that go out every weekend, I, uh-huh. <laughs> I read, Hi. that's like £80 a week just on, on, on booze and stuff. That's like £400 a month. Right, well, if you look at it the way I look at it, £80 is usual for a night out. You're quite lucky if that doesn't include like taxis or food. Usually eighty quid to hundred quid is my usual night out. What? So, so I I spend that much because it's I don't. And you know, have two of just, them a week. Uh, yeah. How do well, you? D- maybe I don't. I don't. You've got a mortgage. I know, but I also have an ash. <laughs> oh my god. But no, it's. Uh, it, I don't it, get it. I why, don't. Why? I don't go excessive. Well, I might go excessive most times, but I think I'm doing life wrong. I don't. But it's get just that. really fun though. It's one of those things that I will literally. I'd like to say I save up, but I don't, because it does all go on booze. Um, but it's just, it's my life, it's something I really enjoy doing, so I, I think, why should I stop? Because we can, we've blatantly shown now that we're, what, six months into, five months into having this house, and I can do the mortgage, the bills, and the boozing. I don't understand. And still buy games and stuff, so I, I, I can do it. People get paid too much. Or not enough. What was, what was this guy that you met uh, at the end of the night today? The guy that's talking to you about bare naked ladies. Yeah, that was a right. So, if we're going to start, start. We were <laughs> we we started off in the queue um, this morning, oh and, God, yeah. and we come across this this girl pirate, that blonde girl. And I can't remember what I said her name was. It was something like Alicia. Or Did she tell you something? Her name? Yeah, she introduced herself. She went, "I'll hang around with you if that's okay." And I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And I was like, "You've got an <laughs> wow. wow. Did we give her a card? Is she listening right now? We didn't give her a card. No. Right. Okay. I was tempted to, but then. She but then we figured out that she was probably only about, what, 14? So really? She, oh, no, she was, was she 17? Did she say she was 17? So she was legal. Oh, God. That's what you were saying, Steve. <laughs> no, I was talking about the short-haired girl that was in the queue with us. That was yes, another 17-year-old. That, that's another 17-year-old. <laughs> 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 old Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't actually go to a Comic-Con. What we went to is a youth club. Um, no. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so basically, there was this girl dressed up as a pirate wearing a corset and stuff. And stuff. And she was asked us if we had the early early pass, early bird pass. And me and Steve were like, well, actually, we don't have tickets to the slightest. That's when we found out we were in the wrong place <laughs> to go for. Three times. Um, three times, which was just, it was horrendous, to be fair. It started off quite funny. But then we went for another 20 minutes, half hour, so another queue to find out we were in the wrong queue. And that um, the two ladies were fine because they had tickets. So they stood in their queue. And me and Steve had to move to another queue. So we've gone past the, the blonde pirate chick who invented her own characters, gave them backstories, and that's who she dresses up as. Which was like, oh, right, so you... Is that what she says? Yeah, because I was like, are you from an anime then, are you? And she went, no, no, I'm this girl, and brought her up on a phone. And this was the freaky part, because I went, oh, right, because the phone screams all smashed to hell. And I was like, I'm surprised you could even use that phone. She went, I know, I'm surprised my mum allows me to do so. And I was like, oh, dear God, right, I need to leave now before I get arrested. Um, Why? Because it just felt like a really big setup, right? Um, but oh, then, to catch a predator. Yeah, to catch a predator. <laughs> so, um, so, so basically went, yeah, no, look, I'm going as, as this character, and I was like, oh right, okay. And she drew this like anime character. She went, I draw these. I was like, all right. She went, and they've all got backstories. I was like, all right. So do you do it as like a manga or an anime? And she was like, no, I just like to doodle a lot. I like doodling, and they like, give me like a really like I'm dead on the inside what sort the, of look with the eyes. And I was what like, what the oh, listeners God. can't see right now is the way Reg is looking at me when he's doing this impression, and it's yeah. actually making me feel really. 
uneasy. Tingly. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, weird. It's making yeah, me feel if weird. You just, if you can imagine anyone who looks like they're dead in the inside. Yeah, just glaring. Eyes, it was like that. Um, so then we moved to the second. She seemed nice. I didn't talk to her. Oh, That's no, probably she, why. She was lovely. If she's listening. Hello. You were lovely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then we went to the, the third key. The second key was quite uneventful. Um, not a lot really what happened, happened in the that one. Queue? I can't uh, remember. We stood with Laura and, and Dan and then just waited. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then we went, oh, no, because in the second queue, you went off to do the filming yeah. of the thing. And there's a guy in an Arrow costume. And I was like, amazing, he's done up as the Arrow. I really need that costume. And Dan was like, why don't you steal it? I was like, that's a really good idea. As to the bit where I was like, yeah, we could just punch him and steal it. As soon as I said that, the Arrow guy waved to us. And, was like, oh, <laughs> and then turned and looked, and his mate was literally stood behind us. Brilliant. Him. And so I was like, oh no, <laughs> still steal it. Probably <laughs> Excellent. And then we went to the third queue where we got another kid who stood with us, Connor, uh, the guy who dressed up as Connor. Oh, the Assassin's Creed guy. Yeah, who is adamant. He told me about eight times that his friends were inside. He just didn't know if he was going to get the day off. So he wasn't by himself at all. He just, he seemed adamant to the fact that he's like, I'm not by myself. I know I'm stood by myself. You know I'm what? I don't think I'd mind going to a Comic Con by myself. No, well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm in for the first, like, 15 minutes when we got in there by myself because I turned around and seen something shiny. I was like, ooh, and then lost And then we guys. gone. Um, so I was like, ooh, shit. Yeah, and that. I had a quick look around. That happens. Uh, there, there. We went to watch Gremlins talk, Q&A, which was really cool. I liked how we got to go into the talk straight away and the Game of Thrones one. That that, that room was like a TARDIS. It was ridiculous because the queue was massive. Laura was panicking really about the insane. fact that we wouldn't be able to get in, and like we got we got seats like halfway towards the front. I don't get that though because it didn't look that big when we went that in that one for the Gremlins one. Oh, they did, well there was curtains halfway that they'd pulled back. Um, right, okay. So they sort of doubled, doubled in size. Uh, there was a Doctor Who lookalike. There was the oh the Matt Smith lookalike. Sorry to be more specific. Uh, there was the uh, Picard lookalike. That Picard lookalike looked really creepily. A bit like his waxwork. Who said Picard weird? Picard. 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 Captain Picard. Was yeah. it me? Was that Laura? Yes, it was Laura, it wasn't Oh, yeah. She's yeah, got a weird accent anyway. Let's blame Laura. Okay. And not me. Sounds like perfect sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? That was on his way. You kidding me? Interesting. So Dan's just told us that Dan's on his way. I don't get why Dan's on his way when Dan's it's Dan's on his way now. to where? He'll be late. It closes in 40 minutes. When's, where's he coming? We just got a text from the other Dan. Where are you now? No point in me going home. So heading to Wrexham, not podding. Leave them to it. Just nothing else to do. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right, so well, realistically, by the time we finish the pod... He'll be here. He'll be here anyway, so he's got no choice in the matter. And at least he can take his thing and we can force him to edit it then as well. That's a really good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just need the audio from the um, uh, from the, the, the clips that we did before and then, then, then I'm good to go. I, I'm looking forward to editing the uh, the video, actually. I think we've got some uh, good bits and pieces. Um, got a few clips of just wandering around. Um, there was my adventure with the, with the slushy. Uh, that was the epic quest. Yeah. I'm going to try and do some special effects with you getting punched in the mouth by that uh, bounty hunter guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we've got the um, 
The other Yanto uh, Jones. Yanto Jones. Yanto Jones. And we've got that general Grievous or Grievous, whatever he awesome Star Wars, who looked pretty cool as well, doing a lot of walking around. Oh yeah, I did get him. I got him too. Yeah. On a separate video because I'm pretty sure when uh, Dan went to have his photo taken with Yanto Jones. Yanto Jones. That um that I was going to get lynched by the people in there because I asked Clara, I asked Dan a question, and then all of a sudden. Everyone started answering the questions for me. Yeah, like, they were trying to explain to you how Doctor Who works oh and God. stuff. And you were like, you were on t- you were in two minds. You were like, one, I want to tell these people I really don't care. But two, I want to be able to walk out of this place with yeah. my legs intact. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why when I got towards the end, I was like, you know what, I can't anymore. So I was like, you know, I don't even know why I asked these questions. I don't care. Because <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> right, the, the scary thing about seventy, a, a pack of 17-year-old obsessive girls is the fact that... Uh, <laughs> is the fact that alone... They they are weak, yes. but together they are strong, and I think I think they could do some real damage. It's a bit like you know in Jurassic Park, yeah. You know with those little what the they little call tiny ones, yeah. Tiny what the tiny what they call tiny dinosaur, the little tiny dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah, the little chicken dinosaurs. Laura would know, but I think she's ignoring us. Hello, you know in Ju- Jurassic Park, yeah. You know the little tiny dinosaurs. Yeah. What are they called? I don't okay, Excellent. we don't know. Have a look on Google, or other search engines are available, but are rubbish. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, together, like like on their own, they're like, you know, scared and stupid and, you know, not very dangerous. But like, if you get a pack of them, they end up chasing that guy and then he falls over the log and then there's just blood running down that stream. Yeah, I think I would probably trip over their bag or they'll throw the bag at my feet so they can trip me over. Yeah. And then they'll take it in turns punching me repeatedly <laughs> in the face or using yeah. the high heels to, to basically just murder me because yeah. I didn't really care about it. I was really <laughs> impressed that I remembered that you said it was Yanto Jones who had that little shrine made for yeah, him. Yeah, Yanto unless, Jones. But not in Leicester, though. Not what in Leicester. Did, you, did you see the look at one of those girls give me when I was like, the look it's of in disgust. Leicester? So, <laughs> like, sorry, Cardiff. My bad. I knew it was one of them. Oh, amazing. There was that really annoying girl in the first queue. Do you remember her? No, she was in the third queue, sorry. I didn't say anything. Oh, the two in front of us that just made me really want to punch oh them. Oh, my God. She was like, she didn't know where her accent lived either. It was like, she went into Australian, then to American, and then to Scott. It was, if you've ever heard that, that new song, Let Me Take a Selfie, and the girl's oh like, oh my, my god, god, it's so ratchet. I th- that's honestly what those two were like in front of us. I made Claire listen to that song saying wow. she reminds me of that girl. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Do you think he's looking at me? He's been texting me all night. Hello. <laughs> Is he really? Well, yeah, he's, he's behind us in the car. behind an ice cream bag? Interesting. Yeah, Dan's just pulled up behind us. Yeah. I actually like that song, though. Why? Do you shit. know what song I keep hearing, though? The, um... Who told you I... Uh, who, t- who told you I drive like pauper? What? <laughs> it's, um... Driving a German whip. I've not heard that. Have you not? No. It's like on Radio 1 Extra and stuff, and that man that can't talk and keeps saying, Anting! Uh, what's his name? You know about Tim Westwood? No, he's he's more uh, he he's more nineties sort of ghetto. This guy's like proper top blood and all uh, up in I, my I yard. I don't really listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and from the sound, you don't really listen no, to Radio really. One Extra either. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's always on that. Why are we talking about songs? Oh my god, have you heard that um, that 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 um, song by not Alanis Morissette, but maybe. Our Avril oh, Lavigne. the Hello Kitty one. What the f- I have questions about that song. Right, okay. 
Are they trying to are they trying to mock um J pop? I I think she's trying to branch out into J pop. Um I think she's trying to breach the Asian market because she used to do she done a couple of songs, especially Girlfriend. You say breach the um, Asian market, it looks like she's trying to mock the well, Asian yeah, market. Well yeah, but it's it's a very very stereotypical video. I mean, I'm not defending Avril Venus like because that song is fucking awful. That, that song, thong. that song is awful. <laughs> thong is fucking and the thong. video is just horrendous. Have you yeah. heard it? What song? Dan saying it's good. What Avril Lavigne? Yeah. Wow, Dan, really? I know you like anything J-pop associated or A-pop associated, but you don't really like need to start liking Avril Lavigne. It's just horrendous. But that song is you, awful. Do you think I was just about to punch her in the face? I just moved my hand away from Dan's face. <laughs> she sort of flinched. It's like I beat him up. Dan, do I beat you up? Yes. <laughs> Even sounds like a cowering little girl uh, now. Well. He does. <laughs> Which is most excellent. Mm. Um, but I don't even know how we got into that topic. Um, but... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, isn't it amazing? <laughs> <laughs> How we're not on track at all. <laughs> no, uh, speaking of not on tracks at all, right. I went out last night. and uh, <laughs> Shock horror. Hang on. Um, yeah, so we went out and we went to this new place in Chester called The Botanist, which is awesome if you've not been there. Um, they they opened up this weekend, so you probably haven't been there. <laughs> but they had this best dessert in the world ever. This dessert, it's like a kebab skewer. Right, it's hanging down with a little bowl underneath it and a little like drip thing at the top. Now in the bowl at the bottom is vanilla ice cream. On the skewer with strawberries and marshmallows. Now I struck my strawberries because I hate strawberry. But you get this sauce to pour into it. Sailor Jerry chocolate sauce. Hang on, so that's whiskey sauce. It's basically. a like a rummy sauce. Right, because uh, Sailor Jerry's is rum and not whiskey sauce. Yes, and it's delicious. It's I can't believe why I haven't thought of it before. It's just so good. And it, I was like, I, I need more. I, I really need more. So I asked, and they delivered. They, they, they literally would do anything to help us out. It was so good, because the woman's like, I can see you're ordering a lot of drinks as well. Here, like the one the owners. And we're like, do we look like alcoholics? We will pay yep. the bill. We will pay the bill. Just because we've got 40% off doesn't mean we're just going to completely abuse it. That reminds me of something. Um, Hang on. And the woman's like, no, this is good, because what I need you to do is I need you to order a few cocktails and a few different types of uh, ale. It's all on me, but I just need to make sure that the, the people, the staff, know exactly what you want. So can you ask them for a few recommendations, like what your normal type of drink is, and they will make you the drinks on this. And it's all on the house. I was like, wow. Oh, that must be really hard. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. So me and Diggs had these flights of ales, which are like three, like a test trick tube, basically, like test rack of like three different three-thirds of a pint. Um, so we had them each, and we're like, oh, yeah, cocktails. So we're like, what, what sort of cocktails do you do? And you could just see the glare in the woman's eyes go, okay, I've rehearsed this, I've rehearsed this. Oh, well. Well, we do! And I was like, oh, here you go. I was like, no, I don't like really fruity-based ones. I like ones that are quite quite strong with the alcohol. She's like, right, okay. So I was being a bastard because everything she was like, how about this? I don't really like that alcohol. How about this one? Mm, no, I'm more into like this. She was like, right, okay. But we tested like loads. And the woman behind was like really impressed. Like the manager was really impressed with how well she knew the sort of cocktails going off it. And then as soon as the woman brought the bell over, who was the waitress doing it all, she was like so excited. She was like, this is going to be like a major tip because I've spent, they spent so much. And they just bought like another like six rounds of drinks and stuff. They're all so happy about it. And then turns out that they basically, we got all them for free. I have questions. 
Okay. The question is, why is Dan escaping out of your boot? Yeah. Dan's helping Dan escape out of my boot. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Well, well, Dan's here as well. Um, he's, he's gone. Dan's gone. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. No. No. I'm sorry. I thought you were. I thought you were the other Dan. Sorry. Red <laughs> just hit girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm I've so been sorry. Dan. <laughs> 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 I'm really sorry. I just completely basically. Parted. Basically, Red just hit Dan's fan. Lady Dan in the. The vagina. <laughs> I did not hear in the vagina. In her mangina. I continually slapped her hand repeatedly off the microphone what until I realised it. They're now driving away. Until I realised it was like that. I don't understand um, what's going on at all. I don't know. It's all very confusing. They're going to the pub. Well, that's not fair. You know what? Dan's got himself a 35 minute podcast this week. <laughs> I've been Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so. Are you going to do the other half of the pod with Dan then, tomorrow? No. I'm sure that we can get away with doing a half-hour pod. No. Well, technically, we had ten minutes before we put this bit in. Yeah. So we need to edit out this bit anyway. You've also got to consider the fact that it's free. We're not getting paid for this. So, the people listening right now, if you want longer podcasts, send a pound. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, because we have so many listeners yeah. at the moment that we're going to make a million. Well, no, if everybody said a pound, I reckon we get about £100. I'd hope we'd have more than that. <laughs> like £20,000? Honestly, right, I was listening to... But I can't say the name of the pod, can I? Because it's a different... But we're not really competing with them because they're one of the most popular podcasts out there. I, Is it Geek <laughs> It's. I'm just going to say it. It's Steve Dave. Ah. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. It's not as though you've mentioned that on every podcast. I you've know, been on. right? There was a. Like you, you'd never advertise our pod, but every time you come on, and like this, <laughs> it's always like Steve Dave is the best pod in the world ever. What say there you? Was, is so great. Anything, was, Steve Dave. There was an episode a couple of a couple of months ago. Now it's going back quite a while, and um, they just weren't feeling up to it. So, like, sort of ten minutes in, they were like, "Should we sack this off?" <laughs> Bro <laughs> was like, "Yeah, let's just go." <laughs> they didn't even, they didn't even like sign off or anything. They just literally stopped. It was amazing. It was literally like a nine and a half minute pod. See, it's pretty rock and roll. It's a rock and roll thing to do. They can get away with it. Why? Why can't we? We're popular. We're hip. We're 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 street. We are we are all of the above. <laughs> we are all of the above. It's um, a shame Claire's gone. I was oh Dan, sorry. Lady Dan has gone. Um, I was going to ask her to uh, come up with a random subject for us to talk about. Okay, we could always use, you know, somebody else who might be in the car. Laura. No. Oh, she doesn't want to play. Just, just name a topic of anything. I think the subject is nope. Nope. Okay, nope is what I genuinely hear quite a lot from women. <laughs> um. Obviously, this was prior to Ash because obviously I don't try and like latch on to women now that I have her. <laughs> Some people say that there are different versions of no, though. Like there's a friend, like there's a sort of suggestive no. No. <laughs> Get off me! No! No! No means no! See, that, that to me would of... be kind of a suggestive no. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind politely getting <laughs> off me. 
<laughs> talking about Robin, that's what I wanted to talk about. I don't know why I came back. <laughs> you said before that you you were uh, you could have robbed the the pub the other night for some right. reason. Right. Um, I I nearly robbed uh, Crichton. That was interesting, wasn't it? Go back to Comic Con for a second. I was go. I, I went up to buy his book from him. Yeah. And uh, I got really excited, and I was chatting away, and uh, Lady Dan was taking pictures. And um, I was like, okay, thanks, good to meet you again, bye. <laughs> and it was like, hang on, you haven't paid us yet. Oh my <laughs> and God, I started really? walking away. But like, she wanted to be polite, the woman that was sort of dealing with the, the money. So she's like, oh, hang on, I haven't got you your change yet. That's what she said. Because I was walking away with my £20 note that I had oh in hand God. the whole time. But you, you had a really happy walk <laughs> as well, though, that's the thing. So I... Maybe you knew deep down inside that you th- you thought you knew you hadn't paid, and you're like, I got a book and it's free, do da do da, and then happy you got a free signed book, and then you were really miffed at the fact that you didn't get that. Maybe when you walked away, what she wanted to say was nope, and that's another oh, iteration. We're going of nope. back to nope. <laughs> so that was a good one. Although I love the fact that everyone was sound like all oh, like the guy from Gremlins, Zach Galligan, Galifianakis. Um, no, that's not him. That's, that's a different one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach Galligan, who uh, was from Gremlins, um, he was sat next to all the Red Dwarf guys, and they all had like you know fifteen quid for for a signature and photo, blah blah blah. He was twenty quid for a signature on like a laminated photo, but then underneath it in in literally in uh, like a in marker writing, pen, yeah. like or five pound um, for a five pound quietly for an over the table photo <laughs> with shh at the end. I was like, okay, so is that what it said? Yeah. So I was like, how interesting. Wow. So maybe. He realised that not enough people really wanted to have a photo taken with him, and he's like, "Right, I'm not making enough here. I need to, uh, I need to sort out." So he changed it from twenty quid to five quid. He should have done that for the pictures as well, though, surely. See, I don't know. I mean, one of the things that that you've got to realise with these comic cons is the fact that the people, the guests attending, don't get a cut of the um, of the ticket sales. Of the ticket sales. Yeah. I, I, at least I believe they don't get a cut of the ticket sales. So I'm pretty sure that all the money they make is from... Um, oh, yeah, it will be from the appearance, from the photos and whatnot. Yeah. And, and, and like, then, then, so they're, they're not, you know, they're not technically getting paid to be there. So they've got to earn, earn money in some ways. Yeah, and you can also you... put the argument that they're, they're actors and that they get paid loads, but still, working for free. Yeah, but if what I'm trying to assume is, though, the likes of... Um, the Game of Thrones guys, they were 15 quid. Yeah. Right? They're still really famous and really popular at the moment. Yeah. Right? The guy from Gremlins, what's he done apart from Gremlins and Waxworks? Name, well, na- na- right, name me something he's been in recently. I have no idea. There you go. Has 20, he been in anything recently? 20 quid. 20 quid for his signature. Whereas those have flown over from fucking Iceland, <laughs> from Croatia, from Belfast, and and they're here for 15 quid. And... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the guy, and, you know, he's, he is a great guy, but 20 quid is a lot. I wonder if they set the prices, or if it's, like, their manager. I reckon it's probably the manager, just to make him feel a bit, well, I think they'll feel really bad if they're ripping off their own fans. Did you see Jan- Did you see Danny John Jules' wife? Or I, I did. She was pretty, wasn't she? I'm glad she's made up, she, he's, made, he's ended up with somebody attractive. Chris Barry's, I'm sure that was his wife. Or kid. Or kid, but uh, we couldn't be too sure because she was rather attractive for him as well. I can't which, believe how much he's me. receding. I can't believe how much he's changed. He, he does look really... It's only when you notice him selling like his photos that you realise how much yeah. Chris Barry has changed. 
And the cat still looks identical. He does. <laughs> the cat just never. I ages. love how he's 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 all about the fashion as well. Like he was there with the top with the with the top hat. Well. Yes, he was. It was glorious. Although I love the fact though that he took the time to basically ignore the crowd that was queuing up for him just to get stuff signed to basically just play on his son's phone. Yeah. He literally like finished off a level or tweeted or something on his, his son's son, phone for like ten minutes. His son did look pretty bored though. Well, yeah, I suppose you would because he he's so young he doesn't have any idea of really who his dad is. Well, I think he does. I think it's just he's 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 been on that that kind of comic front for. for well, yeah, because they do this every year, don't they? As well, and they usually do the Manchester one as well. So they probably do the circuit a couple of times a year. As I was saying to my new friend Robert Llewellyn that I met last year, <laughs> um, I'd watched. Um, it came up on my YouTube suggested the other day. It was the um, the pilot. Um, unreleased pilot for the US Red Dwarf and it was so weird it was like they had um, it was the same bit at the start where you know the where the, the paint in the ship yeah There's that bit uh, but the music going over the end uh, over over that sorry um, you you know the music to the UK one it's it's a really slow isn't it yeah like all that and um like with this one, it was just all Americanized. It was like watching an episode of Gilmore Girls, oh, and then what? all of a sudden they start showing all the actors that are in it with their names underneath it, like doing these little, you know, when they walk up to the screen and yeah. then put the thumb up. It's oh, ridiculous, God. and they just—it was ridiculously Americanized. And um, the the storyline was the same. Um, the, the 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 major difference though was the fact that Crichton was on board from the very start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Robert Llewellyn went over there. Um, but his face mask was horrible. It wasn't. It no, it's was the same the one. U- no, it was a different one, wasn't it? Have a look. Have a look. It's really? a different mask. And it's it's horrible, and that's why when he brought it over here for one, I think it was was it Red Dwarf Nine, the one that was quite a really bad series when they changed his face mask on that as well. Um, yeah, it just wasn't very good. Wow. Um, but it's a I different. It looks a different mask, which it, is why I was like, "That's weird." It was in super low quality, though. So yeah, it's also horrendous as well. I I used to have the videos of all the uh, Red Dwarf box sets, and they had the Smeg outs and Smeg ups uh, videos, like the outtake videos. Yeah, yeah. And they shown you on one of those as well, um, like a pan scene bit of the uh, unreleased uh, American pilot, and it just it looked so bad. Did I tell you what I said to um, to Holly the last time I was there? I can't remember his name. The the, the Cockney bloke. Um, yeah. Uh, last time I, I, I was I, I was at, I was here the last year. Uh, I spoke to Robert Llewellyn and then I went over and started speaking to him just because he was on his own. Um, felt sorry for him. <laughs> no one was coming <laughs> over to him. And I said uh, I said jokingly I said uh, the thing that always used to uh, I said watching all the the outtakes and stuff. The thing that got me was uh, how how professional you were when you used to cock up. And he just sort of looks at me like in a really sarcastic way because I'm being really sarcastic with him because it was always him that used to fuck up his lines yeah. and then just be like shit and <laughs> <laughs> proper go X-rated and stuff. And then he he started telling me about how, where it was filmed, the fact that it was in Manchester, and it was it was interesting. It was interesting. Have you got something for one more thing? I, I do have, but I don't have my phone with me now. It's gone somewhere. What is it? Well, my one more thing is, well, there was a really funny story which I sent Mr. Daniel, um, which you may have seen anyway. Um, um, But yeah, basically, there was some guy who um, got really high, and then he cut off his balls. What? And jumped out of of the window in some hotel. 
um, which was fun. So that was that was the one more thing I wanted to talk about. Famous people have a detachment from reality anyway. Um, so if he's like big and famous, then maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm not a pro at these things. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a pro of, of yeah. Jumping out windows, I would be Imagine you reading that out to me and me being like, funny you should mention that, I'm actually amazing in this field. <laughs> I can't explain to you how much I know what I'm talking about right now. This is absolutely my bag. <laughs> right, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed me and Reg being let loose for a period of time without any kind of... Um, um, Warning. Or rains or... Uh, yeah. Limitations, censorship, uh, or strategy. <laughs> uh, we couldn't go off topic at any point because there was no topic. No, there was, was no topic. Nope. There was no topic there. Another use of nope. I like it. <laughs> today's today's podcast has been brought to you by the word nope and the number five. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. No, too graphic to be Sesame Street. I've been Sean. And I've been Reg. He's also been known as Steve. And Dan. Female and male Dan have both disappeared. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) Now we have the perfect opportunity. Where has male Dan been today? (laughs) Why why couldn't he attend this... this Comic-Con. Um... uh, The the prostitutes. Sea urchins. Bye. (laughs)